Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Well, hi there. Welcome to the Faith Love Sisters. We are going through James 3 this week. Um, We'll have a couple episodes for you. And before we get started and really get going, we just want to mention this week's memory verse. So you can start on that, this at the beginning, um, and you can focus on that. It is James 3.13, and it says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in humility that come from wisdom. So James 3.13, that's our memory verse for the week for those of you who are interested. So um, today we're going to talk about James 3, just 1 and 2, verses 1 and 2, um, which doesn't seem like a lot, but there is a lot that goes into these two verses. (laughs) So Terry, take it away. All right. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. The tongue. Oh, the tongue. tongue. And let's just say anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect. So who amongst us can raise our hands? None. Put it down, Stan. Put your hand up. Both my hands. No. That is so not true. None of us. None of us. Yeah. But I I think the better, there's a better translation for that word. Um, And I think that would be mature. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because you're right. None of us is ever going to be perfect. But we can grow and become more mature. Um, so I, I like that word a little bit better. That seems a little more attainable to me. Yes, God is working in me. He's growing me spiritually. So I can mature in him and achieve some of this good behavior mm. um, without being perfect. Mm. Yeah, we kind of twist it to being 100% always good. Yeah. But in this situation, they were talking to perfect a craft to practice something over and over again until you get it mastered which we probably won't ever do, but we can still keep striving towards that. So, you know, I, go ahead. I've always been mouthy. I admit it. That's why I can't put my hand up. Well, not only that, but you know, <laughs> for other reasons, but my mouth has always been a problem with me. I, um, and then I think every once in a while I get a hold of it, you know, the Lord gets a hold of it and, I'm better about keeping my mouth shut when I should or saying things that I should say when I want to keep my mouth shut. Mm. And um, man, it, it's a struggle. It is a big struggle with me. Um, and that it's just, um, you know, sometimes being argumentative, sometimes just feeling like I have to get my point across. And when I really don't, you know, I don't really have to get my point across all the time, so I can keep my mouth shut. But um, it's been a, a long struggle. 
I think it's like so that it's for not everybody. easy. Yeah. yeah. So, so even in the, in the, to kind of go back to the setting of when this was happening, they had false teachers coming in and stirring up all kinds of trouble. Um, I'm going to read the um, FYI by Kent Hughes, this quote, the synagogues and early churches were places for open discussion, invited, uh, and that invited a plague of unqualified would-be teachers, ecclesiastical climbers who promoted themselves with loud, uninformed discussions, which often led to disruption and dispute. And so this was happening not just person to person, but very much in the public arena, people just going blah, blah, blah about stuff and knowing that that stuff would start problems. So mm -hmm. when you intentionally see dissension into a group, you're wanting to divide that group. Mm -hmm. So their talk wasn't just um, loose, meaning they just uh, were just saying whatever. They were intentionally trying to start problems. And... Um, that, that's kind of where I think James was directing this publicly at everyone that was going on. But then what all of us can do, like Terry, what you were saying too, is just personally taking it on and saying, yeah, well, it could be happening out there, but guess what's happening in here, you know, as I'm doing that. And so, and James is saying, be careful. False teachers will be held accountable, whether they're false or not. More accountable. More accountable. Yeah. You're right. Right. At a higher level than the rest of us just hanging out down here. So I tell you, but, when we, Greg and I were um, a part of the youth ministry at the church we were at and we were asked to be teachers and I knew this verse <laughs> and I'm, it, I mean, I really prayed hard about it because it was like, I'll be judged more harshly. Does yeah. it say harshly somewhere? Yeah. Some says that. Mm -hmm. um, strictly here. Yeah. Strictly. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I really thought about it. And prayed about it a lot because you you're saying stuff people are going to take it to heart. That's right. know, it's a they, big responsibility. Yes, um, might change their life. Yeah, and it could change it in a wrong way. It could also cause people. And we were going to be teaching teens, so aren't they always watching what you're saying and what you're doing and if it lines up or not? Yeah, right. And so there's a responsibility that you might be saying something to teens that could change their you know, their, their path mm -hmm. and get them off the path. If you say the wrong thing, that's a, it is a big responsibility. But mm -hmm. One thing that um, is a little bit different, like from our time, like in our here and now compared to culturally, what was happening there too, is that we have um, the separation of church and state here, right? Like there's not, it's all, it's somewhat separate from one another. Of course, there's a little bit of overlap and, you know, whatever. But in these times, like this was a huge, um, the church and the teachings were very tied up in the politics. Remember last week we talked about how um, <coughs> judging so the rich people were not only supposedly, um, you know, being favored and given the best seats, but that's because they were um, the ones who were funding so many things. And so they were given, their opinions were given more weight, right? And so that's still happening a little bit here is this, this um, religious teaching also went along with a lot of the politics of the day. So... Um, when those false teachers were coming in, there were people who were specifically trying to stir up political issues 
Um, and one of my commentaries said that there actually were some false teachers that were coming in and trying to stir up a rebellion against Rome, um, which was ultimately unsuccessful. But imagine if our church leaders were standing up and saying, hey, you need to go against what the leadership of this country has set forth. And it's time. And this was not like, you know, a, a social issue. This was not, you know, whatever it was. Um, this was not like a righteous indignation kind of thing. This was just like a, hey, we don't like what they're doing. So let's go and start this rebellion. So that was even more heavily weighted. Um, so and just... Yeah, and whatever they're saying, it's like that seed, that tiny seed can grow so fast. Right. Um, uh, I can't, I know somewhere in the homework they were talking about how it just is like um, just a tiny spark can start a forest fire. That's in the next Mm -hmm. lesson. But it's it's true, and it's kind of, so so just like Ernie and I were, (laughs) sorry, we're binge watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. And binge watching to me means I watch one episode and then I watch the next episode the next night. Like I can't watch it in a row. I can't sit oh. too long. But that's <laughs> binge watching for me because I have it every night, this one show. So we're watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And after a while, they have this rhythm with them, right? They have mm-hmm. this rhythm and they're like, oh, so you're going to kill the alien? Okay, that's right. Let's get everything loaded. You, 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 let's go. We're going to get on it. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I found myself talking to my husband like, oh, you're going to get milk? Great. Stop by the store. Okay. Could you get some gas too? Because that's what we need. That's the plan. Oh, that's the plan. You know, and I was like, in the middle, of it, I was like, who is this? And why am I talking like this? This seed came into me and I have no idea but I was around it at TV at night. Right. And then thankfully our next one was like Downton Abbey. And he would say, okay, so I'm going to go grab some milk or something like that. Go, Great. That's lovely. You know, it was like, oh, and then I'd come in. Okay. Now we get a little silly with it. I go, Papa. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, you know we talk. and we just kind of got silly with it, realizing now that that is what had been happening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, then I started thinking as Christians, our talk should impact the rhythm of how uh, the group, the way the group talks to each other. It should have that kindness. It should have that patience. It should have that listening. It shouldn't have that strife and trying to put stuff in. We should avoid that, creating dissension, creating that. As Christians, we should have a very identifiable way of talking. You know, mm-hmm. so ultimately, like the question is, how do the words that I speak, how do the things that I say, how does my example turn people toward Jesus? Right. Because really, that's what it's all about. So these false teachers that were coming in are not turning people to God and they're not turning people to look at Jesus. They're turning people against others. And that's mm-hmm. we're not called to be against. We're called to be for. We're called to be with. And we need to recognize those different situations. And one Mm -hmm. of the ways we can recognize it is if it's a different pattern of talk or if it's like something's not sitting right. Do I need to engage this or not engage it? How do I point to Jesus like you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. And and the people who you're listening to and who you are learning from 
and who are teaching you, how are they coming alongside with and for like Jesus um, and encouraging instead of, like Rosemary said, creating dissent? Like, that's a good way to know, like, are these people legitimately teaching the word of God? And why? What's what's their um, ultimate goal? Is it pointing people to Christ? Because we had a lot of um, scripture in here telling us uh, what they were pointing to. And Mm -hmm. um, some of them were doing it so that they could draw disciples to themselves. Themselves. Mm -hmm. And there were some that were um, proclaiming Christ from selfish ambition um, so they just want glory for themselves. So you, you know, full of meaningless talk and deception for the sake of dishonest game. Mm-hmm. Some of them make money off of it. Um, so the one uh, about they come to you in sheep's clothing, but that's Matthew seven fifteen and 16. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ferocious wolves by their fruit. You will recognize them. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're saying. Does their life line up with the word of God? And as um, Suzanne said, are their words bringing, we've said before, are their words bringing life? Are they words bringing them to Jesus or at least proclaiming Jesus? Mm -hmm. Keep, keep a, um, be wise in who you're listening to. That's right. Because there are plenty of people out there. There were, they were, in the church in James's time, and they're in the church today too. People who are drawing people to themselves and not drawing people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we do want to be very careful that you know Jesus is our Lord, not anybody else. He's our Savior, and He's the one who's high and lifted up. Um, and while we respect our leadership, mm-hmm. we do have to use some um, judgment. We're allowed to look at the way they live, look at what they say. And judge that against what the scripture says is required in a leader. We are allowed to do that. Um, so well, I think that's good discernment. It's important and to use our discernment. That's from the Lord. Yeah. 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 And that doesn't mean that it has to be just like what you do. That things can be done differently. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, what is the goal? And yeah, what is right. their It direction? has to point to Jesus. Not right. to themselves or to their program or to anything else. But it's all about... Um, Jesus. Right. It has to be the focus of everything. And we have to do that personally in our lives. Who do we go to for advice? Are we going to someone who's Christian who's going to give us godly advice? Yeah, you do. You have to be wise in who you go to for advice Mm -hmm. Um, because there are times when we all need that help, but you want to look forward. Like somebody came to my husband one time and said, Hey, I'm having this issue in my marriage. And um, I talked to somebody and this person said this X, you know, whatever it was that they said. And he said, but it just doesn't feel quite right. And he said, you know, you've been married for almost 20 years. Like, what are your thoughts on this? And my husband said, well, one, let me just tell you, um, this is what I see. And that, you know, that's what I see, but you need to go speak to a professional because this is not my area of expertise. You need to go talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. And two, you need to not listen to that other person because that other person has been married and divorced three times in seven years. If you want to save your marriage, you need to look to someone who has 
been able to have longevity. Mm-hmm. And you need to look to someone who can provide some professional advice for you here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you don't need to listen to the person who's been married and divorced three times in seven years because that's not success. Right. That was good advice. Yeah, yeah. that is. You know, just being able to have the discernment to say, okay, this person is so far ahead of me and this person um, has been able to walk and talk both like a duck, so I can see that they actually are a duck, right? You know, um, those are the kind of people that you want to put ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also people, and this is not to like, well, any, I am going to talk my husband up because he's super awesome. Yes. But for him to be able to say, listen, like, you need to go talk to somebody who's better qualified than this. So somebody who can say, I don't have all the answers. I don't know. Go somewhere else who with someone who can help you. Mm-hmm. Um those are the wisdom kind of people. Yep. So that's good. it's interesting. And you will go to the person who has been married three times. If, if you want that and divorced three times, if your motive is divorce, that's the person you're going to go get advice from. But mm-hmm. if you want to hang in a marriage, mm-hmm. be there 20 years and learn what God has for you in that sacred relationship, you're going to go to someone who's been married almost 20 years or someone who just, when you're with a couple, too, might be a peace where they have this peace and this calmness about them. And and that's, I, yeah, I just think sometimes our actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. This. Yeah. You know, and, and someone else's actions just like that will tell you, okay, you want to hear bad things? You want to hear, yeah, marriage is terrible. You, you're, you're right. You need to get out of that. Then you know who to go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's they're just like you said, Rosemary. Then you want to go to and Suzanne. You want to go to somebody that has made their marriage work. Probably had rough times, haven't we all? Mm-hmm. You know, but you want to manage to get through it and look at that lifestyle and go to that person. It's like getting um, listening with uh, what is it? Itching ears. What is it? Not itching ears. Uh, do you guys know the verse I'm thinking about? Yeah. I think it is. Oh, they tickle their ears. You don't want to listen to somebody who's just going to tell you what you want to know. You want to, what you exactly. want to hear. That's not really wise. Did you call it itching ears? Itching ears. I did, but I don't think <laughs> that's wrong. Okay, but my ears I mean, are itching. I think there is a, there is a translation where it says itching ears. <laughs> I think you're not wrong, Terry. Okay. I've never heard that, but it makes sense. Yeah. You just want someone that's going to tell you what you want what to you hear. Want to hear. Isn't mm-hmm. that, doesn't, okay, take a guess where it is. My guess is it's in Proverbs. They have the best sayings in there. <laughs> Proverbs. <laughs> Proverbs is awesome. It probably is. And they express it so fun. So mm-hmm. Proverbs and Ecclesiastes both. I just love the, that. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. we're getting off, t- off well, topic. But, but a part of it, though, is just we need to look at our motives Mm-hmm. We need to look at why we're going to a certain place, who we're going to. Um, it, it, just as much as James is saying to look at their motives and look at who they are, we need to look at our motives, look at who we are. And do we want to proceed with Christ? I'll be honest, there's times when people talk to me about laying down sugar. I was like, I don't think I can hear that. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, and then, but. But then there's other times I was able to listen to other people talking about that. It's like, I think I want that freedom. So, and here's the other thing is there are times 
And let's just be real honest and real here where we're going to know what the right thing to do is and mm-hmm. we will have the right teaching and we're going to be like, yeah, no, not doing I'm that. not doing that. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, because I would always, have to give up what I didn't yes, want to give up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it always comes around to catch you. Yep. Sometimes it's quick and sometimes it takes a long time, but it always comes back. <laughs> You know, right. and I, I kind of went with that thing, like people say, if I, if I do this wrong thing, then I'm at peace, you know, they'll make that decision, but you don't have rest and you don't have real peace. Mm-mm. You have a false peace. You have, mm-hmm. you've gotten what you've wanted. There's some satisfaction maybe in that, but ultimately you're trampling down the wrong road. And that's a piece, like sometimes being with Christ, it doesn't feel peaceful necessarily, but there is rest. I don't know if that makes sense. It can be hard to make those decisions. And it can be like, okay, I'm just still staying on God. I'm still staying on God. But ultimately, you will get this rest. The people in this at James time, when they started focusing on Christ, my gut feel is that a lot of that turmoil stopped for them. And that's the the gut feel I have for us too today, is if we just turn whatever's going on and we just turn to Christ and get that, binge watch that baby, for a little while. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> then see what comes out. <laughs> yeah. And if you're reading out of the King James, it'll be a lot of ye and thou and thee. <laughs> ye thou saved. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying I'm trying to think of how to translate binge watch that baby into new or into King James. <laughs> Thou watching that a whole lot. There you I'm go. Almost there, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of times. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah. Okay. So on that note, <laughs> the the point of it all is right. Like, does it line up? Whatever it is that's being taught, does it line up with what the Bible teaches? And does it point to the cross? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's really kind of what it all comes down to. And what are your underlying motives in the whole game? Mm-hmm. Take a yep. look at yourself. Yep. Yep. Does it point to Jesus? Mm-hmm. So, okay. anyway. Well, Terry, do you want to close this out? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. thanks. Mm-hmm. Lord, we're so thankful, again, to come together with these um, four ladies and to um, delve into your word about our words. And I just thank you, Lord, that you're clear, very clear on what you have for us. And um, we just pray, Lord, that we will say the things that we should say, and that we won't say the things that we shouldn't say, that our words will bring peace and comfort to people, and that our words will point us to the cross, um, to Jesus, who uh, gave himself um, on the cross so that we could have our salvation and um i'm just so thankful for that too lord and we just pray for everyone that's listening lord that they will grab a, a a nugget out of what we've said today and to take it to heart and to um hear jesus through our words we pray in jesus name amen amen, amen. Ha, 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 ha.